Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. And if you don't do that, that relationship will not last at all. You gotta do that every day, alright? That thing requires maintenance. <laughs> you wanna keep it together. So again, my phone number 520-5554. And if you're listening outside of LA County or outside of Los Angeles or outside of California or the United States, use the area code 310 to get through. All right, you should be able to get through at 310-520-5554. Just take a brief break, we'll come back. Slow jams, requests, dedications. Let your heart speak right here. On this beautiful radio station, 102.3 Radio Free, KJLH. My brethren, what an intro that was, huh? What an intro. And as I am recording this, and as soon as I turn the music down, my ex-girlfriend is calling me change her contact to my phone from her nickname to her real name or her stage name and she's calling me and um I haven't done a good check-in in a while document where we're at the way I feel what's going on and um one great thing about this breakup and uh the shit I've been going through is it has allowed me to an extra level of focus and I feel the comfort strip from me. You know, that's one thing about having a girlfriend out here who I loved. What was really nice is I could go there and just be comfortable and I got comfortable and I started going broke and, um, maybe this is the kick in the dick I needed to really get this project done. I do feel really good about my activity right now my productivity and, um, but I'm going through it, bro. For real. I am, you know, I had a nightmare last night about it and, uh, it's fucking tough, dude. It's hard, but here I am like over three weeks after the incident and, um, you live with it, right? It's like, it's not right. I don't feel right, but you live with it. Anyway, I'm not going to dump on you guys too much today. I would just want to talk strategy and what's going on with the movie and the way I feel. So, I think the world thinks we're killing it. I think we are killing it. But just like the rest of these last 18 months have been, my bank account's not killing it. So I have tons of momentum, bro. We dropped the trailer online and it went crazy. I just landed Dane Cook, a big interview in Boston. We have a fundraising dinner tomorrow night. December 22nd and excuse me, November 22nd. Then we have a snake pit that we announced for December 1st. And then we just locked in the Boston event for December 22nd. Now we need a check. We do. And I've been saying this for the last three months, we need a check and it has not come. Now I don't know what more I can do to prove to people out here that I'm next and I'm the one. I don't know. 
And so a piece of me thinks, Connor, you got to go run another Kickstarter to go get the funds to finish this movie. This movie is not going to get done and not going to get premiered without more money. That's just the facts. Um, And I don't have enough money to self-fund it anymore. So we've been developing plans on what to do. Now, we're dealing with a bunch of different complicated factors right now, and this is what makes a good producer a good producer, is trying to make the best decision to move this project forward in this circumstance. Now, this is the issue. We're out of bread. Alex's renders, the files are too big, and he's moving too slow. So, we need to go get money. The easiest way to get money right now in my brain is like as soon as I tell the world that Dane Cook's in the project, it opens up this totally new world of excitement around the project. But I don't want to do that yet because I haven't asked him yet. And I don't want to overstep my boundaries with him because ultimately, guys, he's helping us. Okay, he's the movie star. I know I'm the one who's putting 10,000 hours But he's the movie star and he has the leverage and I'm not going to overstep my boundaries with him. Where I want to get with him is this. Um, I want to just deliver for the guy. I want to give him an amazing movie. I want his part to feel really good. I want him to feel really good about the dragon. And then I want him to... Then I'll ask him. I'll say, hey dude, can we start telling people you're a part of the project? Now once that happens, I think it's going to be really easy to get the rest of the money. I do... But we're not there yet. And Alex's computer, his renders, are not there. Now, what that means is this. Um, What that means is this. We need to speed Alex's renders up. Or we need to get a solid piece of the dragon scene from Alex in the next week to 10 days. So, that's what we're assessing. Alex, what can you send us in 10 days so we can send this to Dane and make him excited about things? Um, And again, it's going to be a collaborative process. So, like, I want Dane to be able to sit with the footage and let us know his thoughts and let us know what we should do with this and where we should guide this project. But I'm not going to ask him for anything now because I want to make sure we deliver on it first. That's number one. Number two, we do need to launch another Kickstarter. That's inevitable. Now, we don't have enough money to film in the location where we want to film currently. We want to go film at the castle where we're premiering this project, where we're trying to premiere it. And the fucking guy who owns the castle is like, sorry, dude. Yeah, I'm going to have to tax you for that. Now, from his circumstance, I actually do understand. It's like, yes, you run a film location, but it's like, dude... I'm trying to go market your space so I can get the money to put money in your pocket. Um, it bothered me, like truthfully. I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, it's like, dude, do not see me busting ass out here trying to get this shit done. Like, fuck. Um, so now we're trying to figure out how do we shoot this video and market the castle without having access to the castle. It's just like ridiculous, but it's it's part of what we're trying to do now. Another potential idea here is maybe we do not premiere this at the castle. Maybe it's another castle, which is okay. Premiering this on another castle would make sense, but I do think premiering this at the Hollywood castle is the big vision for this project. 
for a few reasons. First reason being, it's so marketable once we get this done. Like, hey, look, these guys came out to Boston. They From Boston, they fucking hustled. They made a Dragons movie, and they premiered it at a castle in the Hollywood Hills. That story is great for people, dude. That story is amazing. That's the story we want to deliver to people because that's the story people are really going to fucking love because I really can sell that story. Um, so that needs to be part of it. Now, there's a couple other castles up there that kind of might make sense, but none more than the one we're looking at. Now, so that's really our big thing right now is like, okay, how do we launch this Kickstarter with what we have? And how do we get Dane cool with us starting to tell people he's in the project? So I have the two solutions. First solution is deliver Dane something beautiful in the next 10 days and have Alex hurry up. And two, um, shoot our Kickstarter video where we shot Conrad, the new Kickstarter video where we shot Conrad, and then shoot B-roll of the castle for free, the one in the hills, so the separate castle, and then splice those videos together. And then have Frankie Films, our DP, instead of taking a rate on this, give him another piece of equity on the movie. Those are my solutions right now. I think that plan makes the most sense moving forward. And um, I'm trying to be open-minded about everything. Again, we have a fundraising dinner tomorrow where we're just going to come to people and say, like, hey, guys, look, um, how can we help you guys out? Because we need $30,000 to finish this project effectively. And we, I tried my best to get as many rich people at the dinner as possible. Um, that is kind of where we're at with the movie. We're at the 85% yard line, but I do know I need the universe to throw us a bone here. Like I do. I'm trying to pick my activity up, prove the universe, look, I'm attacking, help me out here. But I really could use some help getting this project over the finish line. And it's like, dude, I'm totally cool with offering equity in the film too. Giving people a piece of equity, a piece of success in the film if they can give us upfront funds. I've tried to line up a million of those conversations. I've just, I've closed none. And so I feel like my approach is, is maybe wrong or maybe I just haven't reached out to enough people. Um, that's what's going on strategy wise with the film. We got to get, we got to get money. So we got to figure out how to get it. We got to work out a deal. We got to figure something out and we got to keep things going. Now, look, maybe this is how most celebrities in Hollywood and projects work where they seem very poised on the outside and then the inside they're fucking crumbling. But essentially, and I'm not going to say we're crumbling, but it's like from the outside, dude, everyone thinks I'm on murder time here. Like everyone back home is fucking pumped. Everyone in the snake pit is pumped about what we dropped, but we're like really walking on a tight rope here. Like there's no, we are. And I'm not trying to get too caught up in all the excitement about the project, even though it's good to be excited, because I know ultimately the project needs to get done and dropped and released. And so I need to be in that mindset, Connor, like get the project done, get the project done, get the project done. Now, let's talk about some personal stuff. Um... Yo, that shit was brutal. Finding out Shorty 
cheated on me and lied to me was fucking brutal, bro. And I, I might sound super poised right now. And I, it is feeling a little better now than it was obviously three weeks ago, but I love her. And, um, when you love someone, it makes it much harder. Like, I wish I had no feelings for her, but there's a piece of me that's like, Connor, just sit on this shit for six months and maybe you'll be okay with it. And maybe you'll come to terms with it and maybe she'll prove her loyalty and maybe, and maybe this betrayal on her part, maybe it's a, it's a moment for you to strengthen the relationship. There's a piece of me that thinks that. And then there's also a piece of me that's like, I got too much fucking respect for myself to go back to someone who lied to me for seven months and fucked my heart. Um, that's the truth. So I'm teetering with these things and, um, you know, you have a rational brain and an emotional brain, right? And so I'm like, I'm thinking like, I don't know if this will ever be okay. I don't even know if I'm gonna be turned on by her anymore. Cause I, I know how she did me like part of like the reason the intimacy was so fire was because like I trusted her completely and she trusted me, but she was lying. So anyway, it's, it's a, it's a crash course. I think it's, it's a good lesson to learn in this situation. Like I'm, I'm going through some shit, bro. For real. Like I'm going through some shit that humans go through and it's part of life is like, you're going to feel some pain, bro. You're going to take some bumps and it's going to be hard. Um, I will tell you guys though, I've been doing little shit, little petty shit, nothing crazy. It doesn't actually make me feel good doing it, but, um, I just, I'm a G bro. Like I, I really do feel like a G right now for how I've handled this situation. This is kind of what gives me confidence. I didn't go out and be super reckless and be bad to her and flame her up. I've done little things that make me feel good. Like I blasted the trailer out and the teaser out to every one of her friends, sent it to her mom, like shit like that, you know, productive. And you know, there's little shit that her man's going to get to the X-Man. He already has gotten a little bit, which I, I can fill you in on later. Um, it happened at the last event. I might've already said it on the podcast, but I don't know. Uh, and he's got some more coming to him too. And you know, like obviously I'm on a Providence tear right now because the kid's from Providence. I'm just fucking shooting, shooting a link out to everyone in Providence. I'm going to get as many Providence people to our event as possible in Boston. And, um, I'm a petty motherfucker like that, but I, I feel good and solid about how I've handled this situation so far. I do. Um, and I owe it all to my mom. The whole thing I owe it to my mother because she's such a fucking G, bro. Like, my mom is such a G. When this shit went down and I was like really rock bottom, she literally was just like, she would inflame up Nara. Excuse, I shouldn't even name drop her, but she didn't flame up Nara, bro. She didn't um, flame up my dad. She was just like, all right, Connor, this is going to be fucking hard and this is going to hurt, but this is what you're about to go through and this is how you're going to get through it. She's such a beast, bro. You know? Um, and, and guys, like, I could never cheat, dude. I could never fucking cheat. 
you know, maybe I haven't had enough instances where like, I feel like, um, I had a real opportunity to with someone who was like a hundred times more attractive than who I was with or something like that. But I could never cheat in a million fucking years, dude. It's so bad guys. It's so brutal. It's so awful. It's such an awful thing for another human to do. And, uh, if you're listening to this and you're in a position where you could cheat, just don't fucking do it. I know a lot of you guys probably have cheated. A lot of my friends have cheated. And, um, I get what it's like having animal instincts take over, but guys, I don't mean to be fucking Mr. Moral High Ground over here, but it's sickening cheating. It's like murder. I felt it. It is awful. Don't fucking do it. It's fucking disgusting, honestly. Um... I'm ready for the project to be out. I'm ready for the project to be out and to have the Conrad era done. There's just a lot of questionables right now. Like my money is fucking low. So the the thought I'm hanging on to is like, Conrad, just stick it out. Fucking stick it out. You're almost there. Thug it out. Figure this shit out. Figure out how to make it work. If you got to go fucking drive Uber to get the rest of the funds to finish this shit out, go fucking do it. Even though it's probably a stupid waste of your time, but that's what I'm thinking. Um, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying guys. I'm trying really hard. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it all going. You think it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to negative dump here. Cause I'm look, I know I have, everything's moving in my favor and keeping a positive mindset and like fucking talking positive is really important, but guys, it'd be so easy right now for me to fucking quit. I know it. Even though I have all these things going on, it's like eight years in, I'm still fighting to fucking pay fucking rent. Like it's, but I know I'm going to look back on this and be like, Connor, you're going to be really glad you didn't quit. You're going to be really glad you didn't quit. And and luckily, there's enough going on right now and enough fucking things I'm really excited about for me to get up and be pumped every day. Like, that's not, it's not always like that entrepreneurially. Some days, some months and years, you're like, there's nothing moving here. I'm so excited about that fucking Boston event, guys. Like, so excited. You know, I'm excited about the snake pit and I'm excited about, Skybar was so fucking pissed at the last one. So tight. And I felt really bad for the door guy, Kevin. Uh, I shouldn't have name dropped him, but whatever. Um, I felt really bad because I was selfish in letting get letting that girl get in, like letting that girl in. I was very selfish. I I didn't even realize that that could have made that dude lose his job. So that was fucked up. I me. Mean, I felt bad about that, and I went in there and I apologized. And I'm looking forward to the twelve one event so I can deliver for Skybar again and be like, hey guys, that fuck up will never happen again. I promise. Um, My ego has helped me out a lot out here, but now I need my fucking brain to help me to move this project down the field and get it done. This was a long one, guys. 19 minutes, 22 seconds. I'm staring at the hills. I'm in like, I'm in like the base of West Hollywood, Beverly Hills area, kind of. What do I lost the other guy? And uh, this was a long one, but I figured it was a good check-in. Tell you guys where we're at and what's going on in life here and. Um, 
I just need to keep going. I don't have any other option. Keep going, Connor. Figure it out. And um, you got a lot of... There's the last thing I'm going to end it on. When I was rock bottom as fuck, rock fucking bottom, bro, when this shit happened, there were so many people that were there for me. So many people had my fucking back. So many people. Like, you have no idea how much that shit meant to me. Like, my my lowest, my most vulnerable, 15, 20 people had my back on FaceTime, talking to me, calling me, supporting me through this shit. Like, that means so much to me. So much. Um, you know, I got a shout out to Deeb, who was fucking really there for me. My mom, Jack, Wasim, um, my sisters, my dad, like... means a lot and um i'll never let you guys down and i'll never quit let's keep it all going let's see what we fade out to here ready you go golden deer productions golden deer oh oh wait was that not it hey enter just you forgot to enter